0: looks good a nice uh, slice of margarita pizza have a seat and i want you to take a bite enjoy your slice
1: you just invite me to have a seat my own house but thank you sam i thank already you.
0: had a slice and it was lovely thank you for in uh for inviting all of us to your home and providing uh, us with pizza food
1: and beverage.
0: yes you seem disappointed by that
1: i'm not just dis- no i'm not disappointed you're
0: feeding a bunch of people here and we all appreciate it and i'm thanking you for it
1: no i appreciate you appreciating it, sam. Okay. Gotcha. okay? all right just so to wonder at what point like
0: what point you're gonna stop feeding me yeah <laughs> <laughs> i don't know i don't know I, I do <laughs> no <it. laughs> i won't oh gosh. so right. laura right now we are gonna to get to the feedback so we're hearing from hannah right? right and this is from the tony hale episode Anna. if you remember this guy ghosted her twice we're gonna hear a little bit of a, a little recap anyways Danielle, tell us what's happening with this male friend of yours that recently came back into your life.
2: We met in the beginning
3: of college. um, And when we first met on this project, we were friends. But then towards the end, we kind of realized we had this chemistry. um, And you both realized interest in dating me. The problem was I was on the East Coast in New York. And he lived on the West Coast. So when we both got back to school, all of a sudden he told me he didn't know what he wanted anymore. Uh, So then a little time went by and we were both at a party and we hooked up. So then after that, I got ghosted. And then he found out I was studying abroad in LA. And he texted me offering help if I needed it. And he kept talking to me. He apologized for being awful and like leading me on. Um, One thing led to another, um, and we made out on this beach at Sunset in California. Um, And currently we're still texting, but he's back East and I'm in California, and I don't want to be played again or let on.
0: Let's hear, let's hear our feedback. Let's hear Hannah's feedback.
3: Hi, Anna and Sim, my name's Hannah. I'm a huge fan of the show and just want to give my two cents on Danielle's situation from the Tony Hale episode. So, first, as soon as she said he has ghosted her twice, my face went into my palm. I think when you're looking for someone to have a relationship with, you do not let your desire blind you from what you deserve. You could be fantasizing about an idea of what you want, but from the sounds of this guy, you will not find it with him. So, being with someone who is unsure of themselves is a roller coaster, and the highs are really high and the lows are very low. And as long as you stay invested in someone who is emotionally unbalanced, you will be riding that roller coaster with them. And sadly, the fact of the matter is, I don't think you can do anything about that. And they have to be the ones who seek the change. So continuing to allow this person to talk to you on his terms will only start a repetitive cycle. When he gets bored, his eyes are gonna wander elsewhere. And when elsewhere is nowhere, his eyes will wander back to you. Only ever accept the love you know you deserve. You want to be in love with someone and in love with the way they treat you. The guy Danielle mentioned doesn't seem to have good intentions since he is inconsistent with his actions towards her. And I think she needs to find someone who truly loves her and not maybe. Do not waste your time any longer because this won't teach you anything except to prohibit anything like this from happening again. Wait until you find someone who's all in, who you don't have to spend your time questioning and wondering about. Someone who brings good things and stability into your life and makes things easier for you, not harder. You want to be with someone who puts you and your relationship first and I promise Danielle you will find them but you're not gonna find it while you're wasting your time on someone who's recipro- who's not reciprocating what you're giving and keeping this guy in your life is only taking up space for someone who could treat you a thousand times better and I've seen way too many of my friends waste years on the wrong people and the entire time deep down they knew it wasn't right they just couldn't get away so the longer you wait the more painful the ending and my advice is to cut it off like yesterday but thank you Anna and Sim I'm loving how you're splitting the episodes into two parts it keeps my work week way more exciting love you guys I think Hannah
1: just completely embodied and articulated the spirit of sort of 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 protecting your heart
3: Mm -hmm.
1: and I Hannah thank you so much that was so beautifully said and and I so appreciate um you taking the time to to respond and I and I know that our dear listeners will as well. And I, I just so appreciate it. Thank you, Hannah Um I like that rain.
4: Oh thank you. Usually when
1: I compliment people they Thank you. Things they, they give them to me. Thank you.
4: So yes, yeah, it's, you're well, not it's, it's that to Cubic Zucronian.
1: All right. All right. All right. We'll find out later. Um, oh, sorry. Thank you. I don't know. These we're are fancier than ours. This setup nuts. is much fancier
0: than ours, it. Anna.
1: I know. We're out of our. We're out of our league. Yeah. You know what I was listening to on the way over here? Little Kim, the jump off. Oh. Um, I like to drive with my windows down. And, uh, which embarrasses Sim yeah. when he rides Because and everyone
0: he... recognizes
4: you and you're no. in a Tesla, no, 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 first no, no, of all. No, no, fuck and you. no, 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 you no. You just gotta ride with it, dude. Just hit the sprinkler. You are throwing... <laughs> 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 Fuck it. I'm gonna go that shit right back. <laughs> yep. Yep. That's right. Yep. She so you got, be, Why wouldn't shit, she be? I own that shit, <laughs> <dude. You're right.
1: laughs> hey, um, okay, Kobe, here here's the things that I wanna talk to you about. And I know we're gonna talk to you about your book. Um, but uh so I don't really uh, I don't really know much about sports, but I am fascinated by um by, you know, the idea of it. And I'm, I work in, I know it's like a tangent, but I work in a multi-cam world where you pretty much get two chances to do um, your scene the way you want to do it. And then we move on. So oftentimes you leave the scene feeling like, God, did I hit that right? I don't know. Which um, feels, of course, what it must be like to, to be a professional athlete. And um, so like, that kind of pressure, especially with basketball, because don't they, basketball, you, NBA has the longest running, like 82 games. It's
4: a long Baseball journey. is probably longer. Baseball is longer, but basketball is the quicker turnarounds in between.
1: Um, So how, like on, like at game 56 of a season, how do you keep morale up, you, like yeah. personally and within a team?
4: Yeah, you you, you focus on the moment. You know, you just focus on where you are right here, right now, in this practice right here, right now. And you don't think about the end journey or you don't think about the journey that you've already been on. You got to really try to keep everybody locked in. And the way to do that is not to tell everybody, "Okay, just focus on what we're doing now. Because when you tell somebody that you're automatically going to think about the opposite. Right. Right. So you speak in very factual basketball terms. Tonight we're in Memphis. We're playing the Memphis Grizzlies. The Memphis Grizzlies like running a screen roll set. This is how we're going to cover that. This is how we're going to do this. You just so keep it's like everything. not putting
1: the pressure on to like being careful with the acceleration of pressure.
4: Yes, you just focus on the here and now. That's it.
1: And do you find that like that works? Did that work really well with like the the freshmen of the Lakers? It was a lot harder for the this young is guys. How I don't <laughs> no, it's <laughs> fine. Is it, this it's, it, it
4: works though, but it works though. Like freshman, rookie, it's same. Tomato, tomato, man. It's, it's all good.
1: And and then, like, what happens when you've got a young rookie who maybe has a healthy ego? I yeah. mean, is there, like, how, how do you cultivate team, the idea of a team?
4: Yeah, well, the, the important thing is, you know, uh, what we tried to do is understand, and Phil Jackson was really masterful at this, is understanding that everybody does have individual goals, and individual aspirations.
3: That's BlueNile.com.
4: That's fine, right? Our trick is to figure out how, to, how do you achieve those individual goals within our team concept and within what we are trying to do as a, as a team. We're not getting you to say, okay, that's a goal. No, nah, don't worry about that. Put that stuff to the side. That's not, it's not being a responsible teammate. Our job is to help you achieve those, but help you achieve those within our system,
1: we, um, uh, maybe a year and a half ago, we were, we had Terry Cruz on our podcast and he was talk he talked about something that I thought was really fascinating because he got traded. And so he, he talked about sort of the, he talked about a few things, the cult of masculinity, which was really interesting. We don't have to really go into that if you don't want to.
4: Yeah,
1: no, um, it's, but, uh, it's a thing. But well, he ta- he talked about that very eloquently, and he also talked about being viewed as a commodity, and, and sort of the disillusionment in terms of like what as a player in terms of loyalty yeah. towards a team and how much emotional investment do you have when you could potentially be traded, yeah. and 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 you played for the Lakers your whole run, right? Yeah, yep, yep. which is I got so very rare lucky. today. Right. It doesn't happen
4: like that. No today no that's it, why you're wearing that kinda, nice coat that's right it's velvet. <laughs> no.
1: the lakers are um, like we gotta kick you <laughs> <laughs>
4: Fuck yeah. it, it's because of the you know my fashion sense <laughs> no i yeah i think you gotta be lucky as a player and i was certainly lucky lucky to come to an organization that well, was well i think you're being incredibly modest no but there's been players who have had like great careers uh great players but then towards the end of the run the team's like all right yeah thank you It was awesome Get out, right, and that that didn't happen because of the organization that I'm with, right and so I was very, very fortunate. Uh, a lot of other athletes out there haven't been as lucky
1: well, and i I would imagine too that that that, that your leadership on the team. Beca- and because you have played for like that, must have infiltrated like a, a solid team mentality, which I think it's, especially with something like basketball. And this is where I don't know what I'm talking about. Well, I don't anyway, in general. But but I would think that with basketball, because um, because you play so many games and because the teams are smaller, it's and and the 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 containment of a basketball court is smaller mm-hmm. that you have to develop. You know, strong—I don't know—relationships are strong, like a strong sense
4: of of. Yeah, you have a great, great community, but it—the it, it, thing about basketball, which is beautiful, is I remember sitting on a plane ride um, with the team, all just kind of playing a game of cards, and all of a sudden you start talking about politics, you start talking about religion, and you start understanding how everybody has different points of view, yeah, on all of them, literally on all of them, right? And I'm sitting there like, wow, I mean, this is amazing that. You can actually have those different points of view, but guess what? You bond together for something greater than yourselves, and that's the beauty about basketball. It's the beauty about sports is that you have to be able to put those individual differences to the side and focus on what are you going to do collectively and have right. respect for each other to be able to accomplish a task.
1: What like when you if you're shooting a free throw?
4: Yeah, that's it.
1: Was that like was that like your like like on a scale of one to ten enjoyment level?
4: Uh, I enjoyed it. It was like a 10 for me. Cause it's really? like, yeah, because those are like easy points. Like I should not miss free throws, but then like uh, when you go on yeah. a road, you go on a road and I you have people like shit. putting all kinds of signs right, up, right, like trying right. to distract you and, and stuff. How,
1: so do you have like a, did you have like a breathing? T- like, did you, how did you, how did, how yeah. the fuck did you just concentrate on yeah
4: consistency? Like I, I I changed like every year kind of depending on like what I felt like, but generally it was like two dribbles, uh-huh. uh, huh, hold the ball, nice deep breath, swarms yeah. on the rim, shoot it. Right, but you, but like it's fun because people are trying to distract you yeah. and waving, and so I, we, I always found that fun.
1: I love it that right now, listeners, Kobe has this massive grin on his face. Oh man, it's It's, so it's, fun. it's, it's like, yeah, that's <laughs> it's crazy. That's like, that's when you fucking know you're good.
4: When you're like, <laughs> I got,
1: I like under that kind of pressure, I got this. Yo, shit. it
4: should be a bucket. It should be a bucket. But like, I never understood the noise thing. Like people were like, oh, we're gonna make so much noise at the thing, 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 you know, it's gonna be hard. Those, those and didn't throw you. No, I've never seen a yell block a jump shot like it's not going to do it.
1: who are some of your favorite <laughs> players like that maybe aren't your contemporaries
4: um well i mean I, I, I like I studied the game like all the way back to like the inception
1: what, of the right game. like
4: crazy stuff and-
1: you can, your dad was a professional basketball my dad my in Italy. dad
4: played in Italy, like my uncle. Played for the Chicago Bulls a long time ago, and so like, I like have a basketball family. So like I studied everything about the game, like all the way back to when James Naismith first created the game. <laughs> like a, a total basketball dork
1: in like 1463. <laughs> <laughs> Close,
4: <laughs> no. uh, but you know when you look at like the history of the game or the history of anything, you start identifying patterns in those things, or you start seeing moves that were done a long time ago. That um, still work to this day, so it's like studying classical performances and looking at you know how this actress delivered this line, actor delivered this line, and then you look at you find different variations they're delivering the same line, and you just work on things over and over and over and over and over. But like by studying the past, it helps you better.
1: Yeah, sure, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what, um, like who do you think is the most undervalued? Like not like team wise and like off like the 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 people that we don't see who's who's undervalued
0: do you think yeah can i actually ask a follow-up question on that anna maybe because i was always wondering speaking of value i always wondered like who becomes the team leader who becomes the captain like i know in hockey the best player isn't necessarily the captain of the team it's usually the person who's the leader within the, the clubhouse yeah uh in basketball and in baseballs, usually the, the person with the biggest stats, uh, the most high profile. He's designated the captain, but he may not necessarily be the team leader. How does it work within in basketball? Uh, if someone isn't playing well on the court, but yet you know that inside the locker room, he's an amazing presence and he needs and he who is respected by all of his teammates. How does management view that? How do the players view that? You know, he's not pulling his weight on the court, but yet we yeah. do need him inside. Is, there, is yeah. there ever, did you ever wrestle with that ever?
4: No, not at all, because, you know, everybody has an important role to deliver. I mean, it sounds cheesy to say, but it's the absolute truth. And everybody's role is just as important as the next man. You know what I mean? So even though we had captains on the team, it wasn't like we were subscribing to it, like, oh my God, you know, we're captains. Or, like everybody delivers something different. You know, the way I, I, I led was then balanced out by the way Pal Gasol led. Which is then balanced out by how Derek Fisher and Lamar Odom led, and all the way down to like Adam Morrison, and all of these guys having different things that they bring to the table in different ways that make the machine go.
1: I was gonna go with caterer,
4: caterer, like caterer,
1: craft service person, like some like the
4: well, I, so people who
1: are like providing nourishment and happiness. All
4: right, so check this out. So like not not even so. Uh, at the start of the season, I went and uh, I called from Bill Belichick to come out and speak to the Patriots, right? So I go out and speak to the Patriots, and they walk me through the cafeteria and all such stuff. Then they tell me that they put the healthy foods, the things that they really want the players to eat, right at the entrance of the cafeteria, so
1: of course. So you fill up your plate with that, yeah, 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 yeah
4: especially yep. for the rookies. The rookies yeah, are running so late. Smart. They're running late to meetings and stuff, and they gotta yeah. get there. They're gonna grab the first thing. All right, well, those are the, the
1: so. First there's thing. not enough room for the cheesecake.
4: Yeah, you, you y'all, the cheesecake is all the way over there, buddy. And you got you got yeah. 30 seconds to yeah. get your butt in to meeting before yep. Belichick finds you. So yep,
1: only one plate. <laughs> that's nope. it. you're done. <laughs>
4: that's it. I'm gonna I'm I'm grab an apple.
1: Michaela, salad. An apple. <laughs>
4: yeah, give me that kill.
1: Um, wait, but I do want to ask you. Um. I know uh but, but about players that you like maybe two players that you that you really admired and why?
4: Well, um Michael Jordan and um and Magic. Those were my two favorite guys of all time and all for different different uh for different things. You know, the way Magic played, the the kind of infectious enthusiasm that he played yes, with, you know. Yeah. Smile and he, all that Yeah, sort of yeah, stuff. yeah. And Michael was just a stone cold killer. Yeah. I mean, like people I mean he literally terrified people it was the funniest thing in the world
1: um what other sport like would you do speaking of i mean Um, is
4: that such a fucking lame question no like i I played i played a lot of sports Yeah, i played soccer growing up Cause I grew up in Italy, so I played a lot of soccer. Where in
1: Italy did you grow up?
4: We moved around, so my father played for like four different teams. That must have been um,
1: lonely. Was it lonely? No. Nah, like, when know, you first got there, like when I first got there, yeah, because I didn't understand the, a yeah. damn thing, yeah. like
4: literally nothing. Yeah, I, I go to the park to play basketball, and all these kids out there playing soccer on a basketball court. And I'm like, what the hell is going on right now?
2: Yeah.
0: $45 up front for 3 months plus taxes and fees. Promo for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Okay.
4: Um but after a while like you know you make friends and it's all good but like we bounced around from city to city though. Uh
1: yeah I, I would just imagine that that was I mean I I studied attempted to study I didn't really study when I was in college. Italian? Um, yeah. That's and, a fun language, though. Oh, it was. Wait, a Ana, <laughs> you, know, you
0: can say a few things in Italian. Yeah. Well, you mm. know, Kobe speaks fluently.
1: Yeah, all right. Oh, parlo, ma non bene yes except the truth is is that i didn't study there 20 years ago i studied there i think 27 years ago i just don't know how to say 27 let's not argue over <laughs> semantics <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just shaving a couple yeah, of yeah, uh, it's fine. years yeah, off um, okay it. will you tell us about your um about your book so yeah. The Wizard. Am I yeah, saying that correctly? It, the Wizenard. It. It's awesome. It's so it's this okay. series and it's it it will become a series.
4: Yeah, it is a series. This is the first uh, uh installment. First of series it? of it, yeah.
1: Um and it's about a a group of kids
4: mm-hmm.
1: that are sort of hard they they've had, you know, the hard luck kids or whatever, yeah, and yeah. um and they become they become great basketball players yeah. and
0: and they have a special coach. With powers.
4: Yeah, his magical coach.
0: Phil Jackson. Yeah,
2: Phil Jackson-esque. Phil
4: (laughs) Jackson-esque. Him and John Wooden. I got a lot of inspiration from Phil Jackson, John Wooden, um, and Bill Russell for this character. But it's a basketball book. But the most important thing is that each kid has his own inner fears and uh, things that they've struggled with. That they've either like consciously buried or subconsciously buried. And those personal things are keeping them from reaching their full potential, not only as basketball players, but as young men, right? And for a lot of times for us, young men, we are taught that uh, uh, being vulnerable is a sign of weakness, when in actuality, it is a source of your greatest strength. And these young men have to be able to deal with that and figure out, uh, have the bravery to face those inner things. And then when they do that, then they can reach their full potential as young men.
1: Don't you think that you're, you're, I think you're right. I have a six year old, um, son and, um, and Sim has a newborn, four month old. Yeah. Oh, congrats. Thank you so congrats, much. Man. Yeah, he's smiling, but do you see? Do you see what's behind him right now?
4: Lack of sleep. pain.
1: Pain. There's a lot of pain.
4: Very, very true. <laughs> he's not getting laid. Well, there's, know. There, there's a window. There's a window there, and then 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 then, then it's all good. Yeah, you'll be all right. Hang in there, man. Hang in there. Just told <laughs> Kobe Bryant <Kobe> that <laughs> I'm not getting laid. He's no. like, what the hell's going on right I now? What is you? happening right now? Yeah, seriously. What is?
0: I'm already. I can't believe this is. I'm such a huge fan. And I can't believe this is happening right now. And now Kobe knows my my that, sex life. This is great. Yeah, I love
1: yeah, it. Yeah. <laughs> but um, so surreal. But no. But but like thinking about how to teach my son to express emotion and and to and to be okay with that. And at that shifting period, like you know, thirteen, fourteen, when um, young men start to shut down because it's uh because we've um socialized them yep. to yep. to um to not express um, to to be tough or whatever to yes. to like pick yourself up and and my mom actually kind of raised me a bit like that um and I don't cry i'm not even sure i have tear ducts <laughs> but but um but but i think it was good in a sense for me to to pursue acting when it feels like, okay, how do I, how do I face rejection time after time after right. time and still want to pursue my dream? Um, but at the same time, I think that, uh, young men are, um, it's unfortunate that, that it's that, uh, emotion, emotional expression is mm-hmm. discouraged.
4: It sure is. And, and, and the thing about it is you can't tell them, to be emotional. Right. It's like, okay, right. yeah, you be, yeah. Right. So the way to do that is through creativity. If you can see these young men in this, in this story go through that progression and understand how that helps them to become stronger and you see it through fantasy, you see it through magic, it just becomes a part of culture. That's the most important thing.
2: You're
0: Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. hit up quince slash upgrade for free shipping and three hundred and sixty five day returns on your next order. that's
1: quince slash upgrade right. It, because um reading, I believe, helps develop empathy
4: sure.
1: and um and I think that's what your your book does. i i because I think when you can use your own imagination to put yourself in somebody else's shoes, um, you become a more, you know, um, developed person. That, which is
4: extreme. I mean, like for any team, you have to be able to have empathy and compassion for others or you can't have a team. And for these kids, it's, you know, empathy and compassion, true empathy and compassion really does first start with self-acceptance. You have to accept the fears, accept the insecurities that you yourself have. Yeah. Then you can do whatever you want with them. You can walk hand in hand with them. You can choose to fight them, whatever the case may be. With
1: my insecurities?
4: Yeah, insecurities, all of that stuff. I
1: have to walk hand in hand with my
4: insecurities? Or not, right? But it's your choice. It's your choice. (laughs) And for these kids, it's like, okay, well, I just went through a hell of a journey, emotional journey. You can't see the magic that I just went through. I can't see yours. But I understand that you went through something. Right so therefore, right. I have respect and I have you know compassion and empathy for you yeah. and then as we get into later series, we'll start working through having the bravery of communicating what those are to others, and that's a whole other thing
1: so when it becomes an animated movie, can I audition
4: yeah i I, I think that that would be a wise decision by me as a producer, I I would think. I think that'd be a wise choice. By the way, speaking
0: of which, congratulations. Congratulations on every, what I've always loved about your career, even when you were on the court, and I remember that Spike Lee documentary, your your attention to detail and your willingness to always constantly learn as, as the game evolved and as you evolved with the game and as you changed the game, and you're always constantly just, you always wanted to learn, and now that you're done with your playing career, you didn't just, you know, Hang out and uh, be a broadcaster with, yeah. with uh, you know Shaq and Chuck. You're you're actually going out there and you're doing some amazing things, and you're learning about all these things. You're learning about about the film industry, about publishing, yeah. about podcasting. You have pu- pu- the, punies the punies is great yeah, for kids, you. and so I mean I'm just so impressed with the fact that you're ready to now after you've dominated. But ba- basketball, it's not about dominating, but you just want to constantly evolve and grow as a person. Well, don't you
1: think yeah. that like in order to succeed, especially if we're like independent agents, like we sort of all are in, in this industry and in sports, that, imagine, that, that curiosity is crucial? It's the,
4: it's the most important thing.
1: It's Mm. it's like you you have to like I want to know why like whatever that foam I don't really want to know why that foam absorbs sound
4: but that the general idea is is there yeah Yeah. it's the curiosity like yeah the things that you are curious about
1: I want to know why you're not giving me your watch or your ring I'm curious about that
4: (laughs) they're they're fake it's okay yeah listen Kobe I've worked (laughs) hard yeah I got you I got you right across from you I got you maybe we can work.
1: Um, i'll I'll be a voice i'll audition
4: well well, that's what we'll do that's what we'll do that's what we'll do we'll do like a lifetime work for free in exchange for a loaning of some some object
1: all right would you be (laughs) would you be tempted yourself to get into podcasting like do you find it how do you find the process
0: and can Um, we produce your podcast oh thank you um
4: yeah no i mean like doing a puny show for me um what is the extent of that for me, like in terms of um, doing something creative in the podcast space? Um, I like you know the novels, the Rolly Art series. Trying to the challenge of making that a live action theater production. The next novel coming out, Legacy and the Queen, I that being love an animated the idea film, of
1: being a live theater production. That's yeah, there, really there's cool. there,
4: there's just a lot of fun. Thing. I mean, but like I look in the industry, and I'm saying, okay, well, um, especially like in animation. There's like zero diversity in animation, you know. And how do you do that? How do we give our young men and women out there to say, "Oh, there's a there's another medium through so right. which you can express you're yourself." You're so right. there's no like there's no color. You're so right. Like, you know, winning an Oscar last year uh, for the short film "Dear Basketball," you say, "Okay, you're the first African American to ever win an Oscar for a short animated film." Like why, how is that possible? I don't want to like, how How is that possible? It makes no sense. So how do we create other opportunities? How we, how do we raise another generation of 2d animation artists? How do we teach those skill sets so that they understand that there are other forms of expression other than music or sports or the, some of the things that you're kind of gravitating to. There's a whole other medium.
1: Yeah. What do you miss most about basketball?
4: Um, you no, know, I I I. Are you like nothing? Yeah, no, I I would say nothing, but like like, like the reaction. So like, if you if I hit a game winning shot, yeah, you can see the reaction of the crowd at home. Either they love it or on the road, they're like, damn it, yeah, fucking guy did it, like yeah. that sort of thing. With the stories, you don't get that. You know, right. like you release right, right. the story and then it's. Out there,
1: and you don't get that with single camera. I I get a tiny. I don't get nothing, nothing like what you experience. But because we shoot our show, Mom, in front of a live studio audience, yeah. so we do get like the, just the the crowd feedback, yes. which is thrilling. Yes, and and I see you light up, and I love I love that because you can it, feel it, it, it yeah yeah, yeah. It, it's <laughs> it's like fuck yeah it's like you know um and in, in the camaraderie in the energy that you feel with the audience and and you know with your fans. Um, but I, but I do, so, but, and I wonder like when I go do other projects eventually or whatever, um, how much I will miss, um, that, that, that live yeah. feedback
4: It's, it's and tough, how addictive man. it is. Cause you want to see people respond to it and like, you want to see them kind of yeah. groove with it or whatever the case I may be. I love it that you are,
1: like, you like, you, you totally lit up when we, oh, when man. we talk about this, when you shot 82 points.
4: You gave me one more. I wish it was 82. 81. It should have oh, been 82. Shit. It should have been 82. I actually missed two free throws that game. should have been 83. It's my producer. It was counting. But wait, it but how two.
1: far along in the season were you?
4: Um, God, I think uh, almost at the midpoint. So it was in January. So almost at the midpoint of the season.
1: So you're, uh, you know, exhausted. Yeah. Um But that must have just been like, you're just in the zone.
4: Yeah, and you does are. And just part
1: of your brain, like, does, do you get to that place where you're, like most of your brain is just checked out and yeah, you're not there. You're, and it, it's like able to singularly focus on mm-hmm. mm-hmm. all hoop. it's, the, well,
4: poop, it's the, the dance. It's the feeling the... of when you, when you do so like in a, that summer, um, I worked so much like on the shots and like the same spots that I was going to be at during the game. I knew where those spots were going to be. And so I worked on those same shots thousands of times so that whole season so, was like autopilot.
1: So what? So what's what are your sweet spots then? Like what, like
4: so like if you watch the game, so you, the positions in which I was catching the ball, like by the free throw line area, like where the little elbow is at the wing, at the low post, like those are my operation areas.
1: So did you? But did you have favor a side? For, no, forgive me, Kobe. No,
4: I didn't want. So so no, those are great questions because I didn't want to have a favorite side. I wanted both sides. To be comfortable. Yeah, you're you can't. Be you like, can't like, yeah, you, you can't, can't force me anywhere. Me. Anything you pick is the wrong pick. You know what I mean. And so working on those things over and over and over. So like, you know, when you play, you just dissolve into the game. You don't have to like think through stuff because you've been through it so many times right. that it's just you get out of your own way and boom, off you go.
1: That's that's amazing. I can't imagine. Did you study um, like your opponent? Like I don't know oh, how. God, yeah. You're like, I'm Oh gonna, yeah, I'm gonna fuck with that. He no, thinks I'm yeah. gonna zig, I'm zagging.
4: Dude, no, it's like, it's such emotion it's such an emotional game. So like if you can understand those kind of inner uh uh fears of the person that you're playing against, then you can use those against them, sort of thing.
1: Do you think it's more emotional than football?
4: They're about the same. You know, every sport's about the same. It's kind of like the you know it depends on the emotion that you put into it is what you right. get back. I think,
1: but I do wonder if like the like I said, knowing nothing, if the size of the of a football field and having you essentially armor, yeah. um, it creates like a, a distance between like as opposed to a basketball court where you are right there yeah. on the floor yeah. and.
4: Uh, well, you have a lot of on basketball. You have a lot of players responsible for doing a lot of different things. You know, in football, you have the defense, you have the offense, you have special teams. So you, you have three different phases. And so each phase are almost like their own individual team, so to speak. You know what I mean? And so it, it's very, very different. I mean, in football, you have to have multiple leaders. Right. You know, somebody that's leading the um, special teams, leading the defense, captaining the offense. Uh, and then a head coach that's responsible for the entirety of it all. Um, in basketball, it's not the case. Like, you know, one player in on the team can really affect the entire uh, you know the offense, the defense, and everything else in between.
1: And and I also feel like uh, football. I I enjoy watching it. I don't know what's going on, but it does. It, but there's, there's 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 it's arbitrary. Mm-hmm. It feels like the the rules sometimes. It's it, it feels a little nonsensical at times. But I enjoy it for that fact. But I but I also appreciate basketball for its straightforwardness. It's a high scoring game, yeah. which I think numbs maybe an American audience. I kind of blame basketball for America's <laughs> lack of interest in soccer.
4: Well, yeah. here's the thing though, but soccer's like football though. Like football, how many touchdowns are on a football game? A lot of times how many goals are scored in soccer? We just score them differently. So like a soccer would be different if for every goal you get six points and then you get a penalty kick and then that's seven.
1: Yeah, but I don't <laughs> think that it's, it's film, it, like the the way it's shot, soccer, yeah, it's it's it's, 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 distant. it's hard to, tra- yeah, it's, it's, very it's, distant. it's very hard to track. And yeah. Um, yeah, but listen, they're shorter Kobe, games. They're like an hour and a half, and you're
0: done.
4: Yeah, that's true. But in football, you have that the the spirit of like yeah someone. It's like oh yeah got yeah. You know what I mean? Like there's that in soccer is just a lot of ball movement and things like that, which is beautiful because I love watching yeah. soccer. I
1: have I I can't I, I was asking not to bring up Terry Crews again, but I do I did I love him, but I was asking him about like what it, what is it like to be to fucking throw your body yeah with all, like. With everything you have against another body, like I can't, I just physically I bet that's imagine. the
0: equivalent of like Kobe slam dunking on someone. Poster, yeah, right. Maybe, right? <laughs> right? This, uh, how does that Probably. feel when the, when uh, there's a poster? You know that's gonna be yeah, a
4: poster. yeah. It feels good. It feels good. You know, it's like it's it's like making a statement. You know what I mean? It's like an emotionally charged thing. Like you, you know, it's like a big you might get jabbed in the dunk. eye. Yeah, or you might get knocked on your ass. Like you know what I mean? It's just, it's just one of the others. like I'm you know all
1: the perks. Yeah, it's, yeah. All the fun
2: stuff. All the fun. Stuff. I, I remember
4: going to the basket against Yao Ming, and Yao Ming's like what, seven foot six, but like wide too, and like massive. And I'm looking at him like. I'm going in there. I'm going. I'm going. I'm going. Yeah. I'm going. I'm yeah. going. That's it. Yeah. I'm doing it. You know? Yeah.
3: Kobe. I
1: love yeah. it. It worked I, out.
4: Thank Kobe, you.
1: Kobe, thank you so much. I truly like I can't I can't thank you enough. Um, My pleasure. Really. Like this is this is a pers- this is such a thrill. Thank you. Will you do
0: me a favor? Will you say a quick happy birthday to my wife's grandmother? Eighty oh, fifth, eighty fifth birthday. She's been a you season t-
4: Lakers season ticket okay, holder I'm sorry, for decades. I'm sorry, I'm
0: a, I'm she's a... absolutely. Lo- she's so excited that I'm here right now. Yeah, her name is. Her name? her
4: name is Linda. Linda. Uh, happy eighty fifth birthday, Linda. Thank and happy so birthday much. for me too. I'm sorry, <laughs> I was
1: kind of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> you met you met her at my I love wedding. Linda, yeah, yes, yeah. No, I know I was being a jerk. <laughs> that's great. Like when I get when I get nervous, I throw Sim under the bus, <laughs> <laughs> and it's not it's not kind of me. But anyway, Kobe, thank you. Again. Thank you. very pleasure. Much. Truly, thank, you. Truly.
4: thank you. Thank you. Thank you.